Hey everyone, this is Notes From Her, and I'm your host, Xochitl Hernandez. Or, to pronounce it in the Nahuatl Aztec language, it's Xochitl Hernandez. Notes From Her is the podcast that encourages women and others to embrace their inner multicultural melody. Usually, I interview women of color musicians and performers, where we talk about their stories, culture, music, and art. But, as some of you may already know, Notes From Her will be having an interruption to its regular podcast style to report on the Black Lives Matter movement. This is the third installment of the Voices from the Streets of the Black Lives Matter series, and this episode will feature sound bites from speakers and interviews that took place on Northridge's June 2nd protest, which took place at CSUN and the surrounding Reseda and Nordoff streets. The name of our Instagram is Northridge. The first speaker you will hear is Saeed Youssef, a student at CSUN and one of the organizers behind Northridge BLM. My name is Saeed Youssef. I'm a communications major. Um, we made this Instagram page 24 hours ago, around 2 3 o'clock. And right now, I've been checked it, but I believe it's over 1,000 followers, and we have made three, four, five thousand 5,000 people here, which is nuts. It was a beautiful thing to see. I'm here to uh, portray uh, peaceful protests. Uh, peaceful protests. We need to get justice for, uh, for George Floyd. I'm sorry. I am tired. No, that's okay. <laughs> I am tired. I'm tired. I'm really tired of the police brutality. We need to defund the police. We need to prosecute killer cops. And I believe this organization that we have just made is going to take off in LA. And we're going to go around the world. I promise you that. The protest had a diverse group of people from every ethnicity, age, and gender. There was also a large group of Latinos at the protest marching in solidarity with the black community. A lot of them had posters and signs saying Latinos for Black Lives Matter or Chicanos, Chicanas for Black Lives Matter, as well as, quote, tu lucha es mi lucha, end quote, which translates from Spanish saying, your fight is my fight. Let me go all my heart and let's keep this going. 
There were different alumni and students who wanted to share their own words, such as this gentleman and one of the organizers you will hear afterward. Hey guys, um, I graduated CSUN last semester, but I just want to say I'm here because this is not about me, okay? I see you guys all here today and I can clearly see that's not the narrative that's painted. This is about all of us right here. We're all supporting this. Um, I guess I just want to say, you know, inherently so, when you say black lives matter, it should be understood that all lives matter. Because until black lives matter, all lives don't matter, right? Secondly, I want to say is, are we here looting? Are we here vandalizing? Are we here standing with AR-15s in front of our school, in front of our community? No, right? And I guess I just want to say this, me, respectively as it applies to me, but this ain't about me, I see my professors and my department coming out here marching with all of us. I see people from out of, out of the community here marching with us, and accordingly, I see everyone showed up. So that's all I wanted to say and take some time out of my day to let you know that we got to keep this up. We got to keep this movement. This is peaceful protesting. I was out there on Saturday, and I was doing the same thing, holding up my sign, and I got shot with rubber bullets on my back, on my leg. And that's not what it's about either, right? Show us the energy. It's about, this is what happens. And I'm not, this, this ain't right. That ain't right. As much as whatever happens, that ain't right. As much as people get chased in cars for no reason. That ain't right. The looting ain't right. The vandalism ain't right. But it ain't about that. It's about coming together, okay? It's a unified front. And I'm just glad.
start making the movements we need to make in order to see the justice we deserve, like I said before. Organizers behind at Northridge BLM, which you can find on Instagram and Twitter, also encouraged everyone to take action steps. Again, I know they said it before, look to your left and look to your right. This is such a beautiful moment, but doesn't it feel a little too familiar? Like our feet have walked this path before? Yeah! If we raise our fists, it's a little heavier, right? Yeah! If our ancestors have done this before, it's too familiar. We're chanting the same chants, but with different names. Change is still something that we are fighting for. Change is something that we are still seeking, and like they said before, it is going to take more than our signs and more than protesting. It's going to take more getting involved, challenging our perspectives, understanding our privileges. This is going to take unity. And so what I want us to do for a second is to everybody lift your fist and for 10 seconds, at least 10 seconds, let's have a moment of silence for all the people who have passed away, for all those who have lost their lives, for all those unable to be here fighting for the same rights. Each of us where we stand. Also, white actor Grant Eastie had a few things to say to the white community. I want to say I'm sorry to all of the non-white people here in of our country because it is our fault, the white person's fault, that puts this system into place and it is on us to break it. And I want you guys to know that I'm going to do everything that I can for all of us to awareness. Not only to bring awareness, but to educate. Not only to educate, but to put into place the system that we need to help you. And I will never truly understand what it's like to step outside and have that fear, but I'll give it my goddamn best. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. 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 All the white people are here. Look around. Look at all the white people are here. It is not enough. It is not enough. Okay? You do not need to have the uncomfortable conversations with the people who are like-minded like you. You need to have the uncomfortable conversations with the white people that don't think like you. Criminal defense attorney Jay Pearson Lynn has some advice to give on ways people in the movement can make an impact with their everyday expenses. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Only support businesses that support the Happy I came. 
I love you all. Support each other. Support yourselves. Protect yourselves. Always film the police and spend your money on people that support you. That's our move. Check us out. Later on, I went on to interview J. Pearson Lynn, who provided insight on this peaceful protest, the looting that was going on in other cities, and what it means for him to call himself an abolitionist. I personally do not loot. I understand that when you treat property better than you treat my life, and you won't listen to anything I've told you, and maybe you'll, you'll start paying attention now. So I understand that. And I want people out there to understand that if you're tired of the looters, then you should be supporting these kids here because they're not the looters. So support them and their cause. And if you're tired of that, but not tired of police brutality, and you're willing to speak out against the looters, but you're not speaking out against police brutality, then you are on the other side because there's a clear line drawn in the sand on this issue. You're a lawyer. What kind of lawyer are you again? Criminal defense and civil rights. So what kind of issues? Why did you become a criminal justice lawyer? Well, I'm an abolitionist overall. I make my money as a lawyer. I'm trying to abide, like, I'm not, that's why I'm not big on reforming the system. Mm -hmm. The reason why I can't reform the system is because the system started with the Declaration of Independence. That was the first document of this nation. And since three of the five drafters of the Declaration of Independence held my ancestors as slaves at the time they drafted it, and Benjamin Franklin had previously owned slaves but stopped, you know, maybe 20 years before, that means written into the fabric and the foundation of this nation is my inferiority. So to change that, the system must be abolished and rebuilt. And that and that language, that's not my language either. That language is in the Declaration of Independence as well. So that's what I am for, because as long as 1776 is a start date, and that flag was the same flag since 1776, and that national anthem was the same national anthem, and that constitution was the same constitution, that the only time it mentions me is as three-fifths of a person, I can never personally look at that flag and constitution. I'm not giving up my citizenship. It's on paper. I'm exercising those rights, but... I will not fly that flag as my flag because I am righteously here. I don't have anywhere else to go. What do you want to see abolished? Slavery. In, by law, per the 13th Amendment, California Constitution says slavery shall not exist, period. Then a whole new sentence says involuntary servitude shall not exist except for punishment. But the federal Constitution says slavery nor involuntary servitude, comma, except for punishment of a crime, which means... Slavery is legal in the United States. So we need slavery to be abolished. We need the white supremacy to be abolished. It was um, ah, the attorney, uh, Brian Stevens. Uh, uh, what was the movie that they just did? Michael B. Jordan starred in a great film. Um, but he said, I used to say slavery was America's original sin, but he said white supremacy is America's original sin. So that's what I want to see abolished. I want to see white supremacy abolished. And when we do that, to do that, we must change the flag. We must change the Constitution. We must redeclare ourselves independent of white supremacy. And so how else do we abolish white supremacy with people who are white or even people of color that feed white supremacy? Well, this is the thing. When you're a white supremacist, 
and you have support of the law, that's the system I want to change. There's no law that says I'm supreme. And that's what I want to abolish is those words written down on paper that everything that we built in this nation, that is the foundation. So we have to dig that up and dig that out. And then we'll see the change because no longer by law will I allow to be a slave and will no longer by law will white supremacy be the foundation of America. There is a group of pastors and people from the church that I actually attend, Shepherd Church, which were including my awesome young adults pastor, as well as Pastor Abe Anaya, who actually got on the megaphone and spoke as well. Here's what he had to say. Shepherd Church, I'm here with a group of people that are peacefully protesting and marching with you. We believe 100% that every one of us was created in the image and in the likeness of God. And what the brother said earlier, that we live in a society where these systems have been put in place to oppress people from each other. These systems were put in place very strategically, very methodically, and we have been born into systems that divide us. God did not create those systems. God wants to break the system. This is exactly why the church has always historically been in the front lines of these types of protests. This is a human issue. This is spiritual warfare. This is the system trying to divide us from who we were designed to be. Because the last time that we checked, God created one human race in many different shapes. And I'm raising little brown kids that identify as Mexican-American. And I've got to teach and educate my three little children who live in white suburbia that they're going to be looked at and treated a little bit differently. I've got brothers and sisters who identify as black. i got brothers and sisters who identify as African-American. It's up to them how they choose to identify, not up to us. This is the last thing I'm going to say. I know that many of you are not believers in Jesus, and that's okay. When Jesus came, there was a time where there was an oppressive Roman government. And for those of you who have taken history lessons on the Roman government, as the Roman Caesar would roll in, they would say, Pax Romana, the peace of Rome. But if you've read the history books, there was no peace in Rome. Those that followed Jesus renamed it and reclaimed that and said, here's the good news. The good news is Pax Christi, the peace of Christ. And today, on behalf of our church and the folks that are here, we march in peace for Christ. God bless you. And to finish off this episode, we'll hear the rest of what organizer Saeed Youssef has to say and end with a prayer that Corey Holleran led, a protester from Shepherd Church, and closed out this demonstration. So you and a group of friends? Yes, me this? Yes, me and two others. Me and three others, yes. Um, we just, she hit me up. She made, she made the page. I took it over. I, me and a couple other people 
we're just on Instagram last night, just sending to all the celebrities, everybody. And now we're here. Um, it was a great turnout, and it's, this is a beautiful thing. When you say defund the police, can you dis can you expand a little they're, bit? They're, they're, they're supposed to get two hundred million. They're supposed to get two hundred million dollars, and I think that needs to go back into the community. I don't think the the police should be having AR-15s, AK-47s for people that are unarmed. You know, needs to go back into the community. Unemployment, uh, food stamps, even. I mean, just to help the people. You know. What do you want to see from the police officers? I want to see them take charge. I, I want to see them with us. I want to see them, they're people too. They take the uh, uniform off, they're just like us, you know? They're humans, they got families. I always say, it's one race and it's a human race, and black lives do matter in that race, so. And I believe there will be change around the world, and it starts with us. It always starts with us, no excuses. God, I pray that you will give us a safe trip home, that you will keep the police peaceful, that you will keep us peaceful, that everybody will have a safe and calm trip. We thank you, God, for giving us this opportunity to stand up for truth and for justice. I pray that you will keep these things that happened today on the people's hearts, that actual and good change might occur. Thank you again, Lord, for today, and thank you for giving us the right